0: now, right to your hosts of Down the Garden Path, Joanne Shaw and Matthew Dressing.
1: Hello and welcome to Down the Garden Path, where we discuss down-to-earth tips and advice while doing our best to help you seasonally manage your garden and landscape hello there i am joanne shaw owner of down-to-earth landscape design and with me is my co-host matthew dressing hello there matthew Hello, Joanne, and
0: good evening, everyone. And thank you for joining us. I'm Matthew Dressing, owner of Natural Affinity Garden Design. As landscape designers and gardeners, we believe it's important and possible to have great gardens, which are sustainable and low maintenance, and we want
1: to help you make it happen. That's right. Well, this is it. Welcome (gasps) to the final episode of the season, episode 44 of season seven uh tonight as we wrap up the year we'll look at some of our favorite gift ideas for the gardener in your life or maybe even yourself and if you have a favorite, um, so what garden accessories are on your Christmas list? Uh, we would love to hear from you. You can send in your questions or your favorite garden ideas to instudio101 at gmail.com and we will share them with our other listeners and podcast listeners. Um, so, yeah, so we are excited at 44 shows. Wow, Matt. Where has the entire year gone? I know. Um, this
0: flew. It is, it has. It is just absolutely flown by. And I can't believe every year when we get 40 plus episodes every single year in. Uh, if we didn't have like our Christmas break and all those holidays.
1: Yeah, wow. I know. And we want to thank everybody for listening and hanging in, uh, you know, with us all year and uh, whether you're listening live right now or you're listening, uh, on a podcast later. Um, we really appreciate it. We love, we love your questions. We love your feedback. We love your emails. We love, um, Yes. We love hearing from you. Uh, We love your support for our book, which we'll talk about in a bit as well, I'm sure. Um, So yes, (laughs) we love we love all the questions and and things like that. So uh, so thank you, everybody for listening. Indeed, indeed. We yes, we love seeing those regulars pop up and yeah, that stuff. Yeah, yeah. But as I know, this can be a tricky time of year, right? We're both we were both talking before the show that we both still have garden, you know, still have some um, shopping to do and idea, you know, thinking about what to get people and and stuff like that. And since we are avid gardeners, you know, we thought, you know, if you have, if you are an avid gardener, maybe this is something you could ask for. These are some of the things you could ask for from your family, or whether you have a avid and you know another person in your life who's a gardener, and you're looking for some great gift ideas. Uh, we thought we would uh, share with you some of our faves, right? Yes, and I love hearing what all the cool gardening
0: gadgets and fun books and things are that everybody loves to have on their
1: list. So yes,
0: I hope you write in um, and let us know what's on your list. Maybe we didn't think of something that should be on our lists. That's Mm -hmm.
1: right. That's right. And that and maybe they'll they'll think of, they'll tell us something that we should put on our list. <laughs> yeah. Oh yes. Yeah. Sorry. That's what I meant. Yeah. 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 No, no, I know <laughs> it like, that we definitely need. And some of the, I mean, um, there's so many other things. I also want to do a shout out there. If there's anybody who has like a product or, you know, I think next year we really would like to get into, you know, maybe reviewing, like doing podcasts where we, you know, I don't know what that's all called and what's involved in that. But if you have because we've done you know reviews that I'm recommending some books that we've I've read, I've purchased and I've read. Um, I'm recommending some products that I use and I definitely recommend. So if you have a product that you would like us to review or to talk about or on the show, then um, you know let us know, right, Matt?
0: That's right. And you can write us here at instudio101 at gmail.com or you can always find us. Write us directly. And uh, let us know what your thoughts are. You can find Joanne at uh, down the number 2 earthca with her email and all her social media links. And you can find me at www.naturalaffinity.ca with my email and all my social media links. Yeah, we'd love to hear uh, what you would like us to review or check out. Uh, mm-hmm. Or maybe you've heard some myths about a product. Uh, maybe it does or doesn't work as well as you think. or.
1: Let us put it to the test. He's our yeah, garden and,
0: expertise
1: and garden authors as well. And we're mm-hmm. always hunting. We've got a few lined up for the new year already. We're yeah. you know, and we and we also want to do a shout out for. Um, and we'll get to the gifts. I know, guys, you were waiting for that. But uh, <laughs> we're planning next season. So we also we're looking forward to some great feedback from our listeners on what type, what show would you like to hear, um, what topic, if you have a favorite author, or if you are an author. Um, you know uh, climate both Matt and I would really like to talk more about climate and um, we've had some past really good episodes but uh, we want to interview the knowledgeable people who are on the forefront um, of really a, a huge issue for all of us so uh, so yeah so that's lots of it talking <laughs> <laughs> so let's maybe jump right into our lists okay
0: uh, I think we'll do a his list, her
1: list. Sure. I think so too. We might, and we might, so our listeners will understand that we might have some things in common, but uh, yeah, Yeah. (laughs) I know, I know. So why don't you talk about, talk about a couple of your favorites. Talk about a couple of
0: my favorites. Well, if you were listening live or you tuned into the podcast before, um, you know, a couple of weeks ago, we had uh, uh, Sarah Battersby from the Toronto, Um, and Golden Horseshoe Gardener's Journal. So that's at the top of my list. I thought that was just super obvious. I think it was fresh in my mind. And I think that maybe is one, I don't know if that's on your list, Um, but I love it. Great organizer. Um, I won't spend too much time on this one just because there's a whole show for you to listen to about all the amazing features in it. Um, But I love showing it as often as I can. I use it for my daily Uh, garden planning and my daily life and business and everything. And I find it a great resource uh, to have at hand. And I literally have it in my hand right now as I show Joanne
1: through Zoom. Mm He does. He does. Yeah. And I think the resource, we can't forget the whole resource guide that comes with it. And uh, so, yeah, so I think it it definitely has a value Um, and it does, you don't have to be, even though it is a Toronto and and general Toronto area, um, Ontario area, Um, specific, um, you know, if you know your zones, I mean, I think there's a lot of information in there that you can easily, um, you know, use, adapt adapt, uh, if you're outside of that area. So definitely Northern Ontario, you know, there's, there's some really uh, great resources. So yeah. Agreed.
0: Mm -hmm. Another thing on my list I had was um, my garden kneeler. So I've got okay. one of those foldable garden nailers. Um, You can find them from Holland Imports. You can usually find them at your garden centers. But I love it because um, just, you know, getting low onto the ground, or sometimes you just need, out and need a seat while you're pruning or cleaning. Uh, it's got two foldable, um, I think they're um, aluminum. They're pretty heavy aluminum composite. And they basically, they fold down uh, and... It'll collapse so it's only about six or eight inches wide when it's folded. It's maybe about uh, 14 to 18 inches long or wide across, sorry. So it's only like six to eight inches thick when it's folded. Uh, And I love it because I can have it sitting down and I've got a nice sturdy handle. It holds upwards of 200 plus pounds. Um, You can sit on it or you can flip it over and you can turn turn it into a kneeler. So you can have the handles are very long on one side uh, of it. And so if it's uh, handles are up, you can use it as a kneeler. So you've got something to brace onto okay. kneel down onto and it's a nice soft knee pad, or you can flip it and you can use it as a seat that sits you about 22 inches off the ground and a nice, Uh, Mm. seed yeah so you can get them that are fairly plain fairly basic mine is fairly basic I just use it for pruning or if I'm doing any gardening reaching down on the ground just saves my knees especially at clients houses right when they've got some uneven ground or I'm Mm -hmm. on brick or something and then you can find a lot of them out there they even have little pouches that sit to the one side of the seat yeah yeah,
1: yeah and you can put all your that. tools and tools your and things, and stuff yeah. Like that in it. yeah 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 sure. yeah I mean I I, I you know how many times I've gone to buy one and put it in the cart and then I've just chickened out because it's like oh one well, more thing to store but yet I really do need it because I have I take a I've got a, like an outdoor uh, pillow like an outdoor material like fabric pillow you know, the decor ones, but it's got like more of a durable fabric, right? It's not like an interior pillow, but it's an X and I use, I throw, I have like three of them. um, And so one of, I always find one of the three and then that's what I put on the ground uh, in order to kneel on to do uh, anything low, so uh, and and every time oh, yeah. every time I come in and I'm like like you said, getting back up again, right? It's one thing to keep it my knees soft, my knees, you know, to be soft for my knees, but then you got to get back up again. I think, uh, oh. so I keep putting that in my cart um, at, at, when I see it when I'm sh- <laughs> doing other shopping, and then I just chicken out and say, oh, do I really need it? You know, so so that's good. I'm glad. Uh, I'm glad you really like it
0: yeah I love it um and then yeah if you can see it I in my area at the garden center I got it at I always found they had it first thing in the spring when all the tools and accessories were out but then by the May 2-4 weekend or your average last frost date they're usually gone because everyone scooped them all up mm-hmm. they're great yeah mm-hmm.
1: and I think there's some bigger ones too where there's actually storage yeah. in the seat right like yep. yeah so it's one of those things that you can go all out right you can have something fairly straightforward and portable and stuff or you can have something that's uh, that's very elaborate so um so yeah yeah they come in all shapes and sizes there's some with wheels so that you can <laughs> like roll and push yourself around it's Yeah, yeah, it's as simple or as complex as you want to make it. (laughs) I can imagine how dangerous that would be for me. But anyway, uh, and I think that's the one. I think there is one with wheels. And I think that's why I keep chickening out because I think, I don't know, that could be a death trap because (laughs) I'm a big klutz. So, (laughs) So, yeah. So uh, for a couple of my ideas, I'm actually going to start with books. And we have had both authors on the show. Um, but I think that just shows you that I've read the books and I think they're very <laughs> worthwhile. So, uh, so definitely want to recommend, uh, Floratopia by Jan Johnson and tiny, if you've got someone who maybe is not a gardener, but is a house plant, uh, person, I have to say tiny plants by Leslie Halleck. Oh my gosh, no common plants in there. Very unusual, very mm. unique. And the focus on small and tiny plants. I think is also perfect for, you know, or smaller homes or, you know, cause if someone's already got a lot of houseplants, you think it's daunting to get them one more. Right. But if they're little and unique and like little like table centerpieces and uh, and, and something like that, something to keep under glass, very unique. So I definitely recommend uh, tiny plants uh, by Leslie Halleck. So, uh, so yeah, so I kind of start off with the book idea and, we'll continue with paper um, if anybody uh doesn't follow Dale, the dahlia may uh, flower farm on social media you absolutely have to follow melanie there and uh, her what she goes through to produce flowers in uh, eastern ontario is uh, nothing short of amazing um, and uh, she does grow beautiful things and but it's also kind of behind the scenes to see what it is like to be a flower farmer which is absolutely Fascinating, heartbreaking, and heartwarming all at the same time. Yeah. Um. And she does a catalog, so I really want to support her because uh, I'm far too far away to visit her. And Matt, you were saying your sister visits her, which is wonderful. Yeah. Um, so she, if you go to her website, she has a floral calendar um, from pictures from her farm. So, uh, so definitely uh, twenty bucks. It's totally a steal. And uh, you'd be supporting uh, this business. She's in the progress process right now. I'll give her a shout out of uh, she's been so- supporting the long-term care homes in uh, Eastern Ontario um, by donating. So all summer she donated, um, she found sponsors and she donated the, la- the labor to to making sure that everyone in a long-term care home got a bouquet of flowers. And now she's doing it for Christmas. She got enough sponsors so that um, she can donate. So she's got like almost 3,500 Calancho plants being delivered to every person in, um, you know, in the Eastern Ontario uh, long-term care homes. So um, so definitely Trenton, like I can't think of all the towns, but uh, Prince Edward County, all that area if you're in Ontario. Um, so she, she definitely, um, you know, is a, a sharp businesswoman. But with a heart, so definitely, um, she sells bulbs. She sells other things in her and her at her store as well. So, uh, but the calendar is just beautiful. So shout out to that, and I'll stop now. <laughs> so, so we're excited to talk about our list. I know, I know, uh, Matt. What else on is on your list? Or? Christmas morning. I know. Um, just before I I jump into my
0: next thing, I just there were three um, uh, emails with a couple gift oh, okay. ideas. Um, Excellent. Uh, On them as well. Um, Dan had just written in as we were opening as well. Wow, you guys have been on the air for seven years. I've been listening to you for that long. Wow, (laughs) Merry Christmas. Um, Wow, thank you, Dan, especially if you've been listening that long. Yeah, uh, I think just in November... Um you went over your
1: eight years here with reality yeah. radio one oh one. I so- guess it's kinda cause we like first year is kind of zero, right? Like is that how it works? I know Matt and I were talking about is it seven yeah. years, is it eight years? Like is it nine years? Are we in a so yeah, I don't know. But we've been here a long time. So thank you for listening, Dan. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I think it's it's season eight, but I just do by the calendar year. So it should be like season eight, episode three or something like that. Oh yeah, and We're in our ninth year, but whatever. Anyways, thank you so much, Dan, for listening. Uh, and uh, thank you so much to all of our listeners who uh, have been listening to, especially Joanne for that long, because I have not been uh, with the radio show or the podcast that long as well. So congrats there for sure. And thank you everybody. We also have Elise has written in as well. Um, Get good knee pads for gardening. She mm. says there's a lot of crappy ones out there. Get ones that are super padded that are or, or that is always a good fit. Um, agreed. A good gift. Or sorry, get a good grift. Yes,
1: yeah, that is always I a good gift. Matt needs his glasses on, but uh. I can see that he already has them on. Sorry, Elise. But yes, <laughs> uh, that's a great idea. And especially if you don't want to get into something like the kneeler that you talked about, mm-hmm. then having the knee pads, uh, definitely recommend.
0: Yes, definitely. And Elise, you nailed it right on. Yeah, there are a lot of crappy ones out there. There's some quick, cheap and dirty ones and they serve their purpose for sure. Uh, but, you know, there are some good high end, good material crafted ones. There are some with some like, um, um, I, forget, I don't know what the material is. I don't want it to say plastic because it sounds cheap because it's a little thicker, more durable. Um, but they come with shells on them and they're like very flat and balanced so that you can balance on harder Uh, surface areas as well. So there's some really great uh, knee pads out there. So yeah, that's always a good gift. I've got like three pairs. In addition to my kneeler,
1: um, cause you never know where you're going to go. Yeah. I probably should. That's probably better. Cause it is, I have to say it would probably be smarter for me because it's, I move along and then I have to go back and find the pillow. Like, you know what I mean? Like I do stuff yes. on the ground and then you stand up and then you kind of realize you're like now five feet, 10 feet, whatever from the p- pillow. And I got to go back and get the pillow. So I think if they were actually on my knees, you know, yeah, it would make, I find it would the make same thing more sense.
0: Yeah, and especially if you end up moving into gardens or into spaces where you can't really bring the pillow or the kneeler, you can always still put a knee down if you can, or you don't have to get it
1: wet or soggy. Yeah, yeah. Now I have a question. So Charlie's written in and he says grow frames. They are the best gift. Well, I've just Googled. I have no idea what grow frames are, Matt. And I've just Googled it and I've got two completely different things. So Charlie, you might have to write us back and tell us what specifically you were thinking about. What what do you think of grow frames, Matt?
0: Oh, yeah. I'm going to have to take a look too. Yeah, when I was initially picturing something like a cold frame, but then yes, I also that was just the first quickly, picture. Yeah, yeah, quickly googled but, but there's some pretty neat, um, like planter boxes that have, you can mount and put plants in or hold in they're very decorative. Um, yeah. But also then there's some cool light things. So yeah, Charlie, let, write us back and let us know like which, describe which one you have or which one that you love to give as a gift. We'd love to know more. This is very intriguing.
1: Yes, yes. Anything that starts with grow, right? We love that. So that's great. I'm dying to know. Um, Yeah. So what else is on your list, Matt?
0: What else? You know what? I'm going to also continue with paper um, as well. One of my favorite things is on my list, which I think is great for anyone who loves just a hort information, discovering new plants, learning about the history of plants, um, and even, if you're, again, like a grower, a seed grower, because it's obviously this, uh, but you'll see the whole seed catalog by um, Baker Creek Heirloom Seeds. So um, Julia had mentioned them on her show um, okay. as well, because she likes to order from them. But what I love about this is it is, they say, the largest, world's largest seed catalog and this seed catalog is a whopping 532 pages look check, check. i'm showing joanne and zoom for the first time oh my time.
1: gosh i'm looking at it online but look at yes. how thick that is this is <gasps> bigger than this year's catalog used to be it is it is it's literally <laughs> bigger
0: than this year's catalog i kid you not what is so fabulous about it is there are so many different heirloom varieties and um seeds and as you go through them it'll tell you all this history like here are some seeds um um, from ethiopia and it tells you their the history of these seeds and how ethiopia used them and um it's a an eggplant specifically this one um but it gives you like this history of ethiopia and their gardening and the eggplant and all of these stories and one of baker creek seeds uh Sayings is they believe that they say that every seed has a story, and you can go to their website is rareseeds.com. I believe I'm gonna, if i, mm-hmm. I miss this it, it is. Yeah, I'm there. Yes, yes, and it's, I believe they're in Ohio.
1: I want to say they're in Ohio. Um, okay. <laughs> yes, I, no, um, Missouri. Oh. oh no, there's a Missouri address, doesn't mean they're not in Ohio, but what comes up on my feed says Missouri.
0: Okay, so Missouri, um, I've always gotten free shipping um where was I going with that I'm not too sure uh but it is fantastic so if you go to their website yes sorry that's where I was going if you go to their website every seed has a story you can click on these seeds and they will also have a short video with the history of these seeds like moringa these cool tomatoes they've got wicked lettuces and they tell you like some of these seeds have been come around from since 1850 so it's it's a great resource I just keep it on my shelf. There are beautiful recipes mixed in with all of these. And we look at seeds, heirloom seeds from across the globe, Uh, Japan, Asia, Africa, Europe, North America, South America. There are amazing stories, uh, recipes, tips and tricks. Uh, It is just a beautiful, it's almost like a novel. And every year they come out with the whole seed catalog. Uh, So this is the 25 years of good seed for 2022 so that's fantastic you can order it from their website i think it's
1: Mm 12.95 american um yeah and they will get it to you um yeah and their website seems to have they've got tubers bulbs and tubers and garlic and onion bulbs and live plants it sounds like it's it's quite the website too so um so yeah it's quite a deep dive. If you're looking to get lost while you're planning your garden and looking for
0: inspiration, you will find lots to grow and get inspired by at rareseeds.com. No plug whatsoever. They
1: don't know I'm saying this, but <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It. We have no way, no skin in the game for this. Uh, nope. these, these things that we're recommending. These are nope. just things that we use, right? That we want to yeah. let everybody know about. So, uh, so yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, what else? Oh, The um, Oh, so I've got a couple of things that I definitely use in the garden. Mm. And um, I I love Lee Valley. So again, anybody, Mm. I think it's in the States too, that you can get the tools, garden tools from Lee Valley. So the forged pocket pruner. So it's, Mm. uh, you know, it's a lot of mine. I actually did. um, I have a monthly newsletter uh, for my clients that I kind of created a list too. So a lot of my suggestions here are on uh, in my newsletter as well. Um, so let me know if you want to know more about my newsletter, but, uh, the forged pocket pruner. Um, so there, the like, one is like five and a half. It's perfect for like cutting stems for flowers. Um, and, uh, you can keep it inside or, and have, excuse me, have one for outside. Mine is currently missing somewhere in my garden. I haven't found it. But, uh, so just be honest, but, uh, it's definitely, uh, it's, it's definitely a great, uh, great gift. Uh, and then they also oh. have carry a line of shovels, both of these were gifted So Nancy gifted both of these to me she's the one who gifted me the pocket printer and she gifted me a shovel so that's the radius ergonomic shovel so they have a uh, several different varieties, they are much shorter so for women I think they're excellent no offense guys, but they're, it's shorter. It has a rubber um, kind of circular handle. Like it's like a circle. So it's very easy to use and they are solid steel. So there's no worrying about like j- trying to dig something out, like a trend, they've got a transplant shovel and, and, you know, sometimes with the wooden ones, when you get something that's really, you're really worried about like levering it too hard you're worried about breaking the handle there's no breaking the handle so they are radius ergonomic shovels uh from lee valley so i definitely um those are tools i use uh i've fallen in love with those um yeah
0: well to pick up for the guys and pick up right where you are i also have a shovel uh on mine as well and you can get that radius that circular handle you can get it in, in, in just a, also just a long handle, but the Root Slayer carbon steel trowel and shovel for the, all the guys out there. It's a nice carbon I th- steel. I have that one too. Yes. Do you have that one too? Lo- yeah. That one's a great one as well. Um, yeah. I love it. It's that serrated edge to it. Um, and it's just that nice, solid shovel. So I enjoy digging with that one as well.
1: Yes. Yeah. I have one of each. I have the Root Slayer oh. with the with the jagged edges. Yes. That's pretty pretty vicious i got that later in the yeah it's pretty vicious but it's it's cool
0: it is very cool yeah if you have a hard time digging or you've got some good thick roots or something established yeah that root slayer will will slice you right into where you
1: need to be Mm -hmm. and then
0: there's a little trowel that'll match with it as well or that'll go
1: with it too okay okay yes excellent
0: We do have a few more, um, as we reach the bottom of our hour, we have a few more listener guests that have some great gift ideas um, that have come in. Bart has written, uh, do you know what a great gift idea would be? A portable greenhouse. Some of these are online for under $100. It allows you to grow a little bit longer after the grow season ends. With COVID, a lot of folks want to grow their own veggies. They
1: are quick to set up and tear down. Cheers excellent Bart that is a great idea
0: I would love one of those
1: I don't have one of those but I would love one of those
0: (laughs) you've made it to Joanne's list (laughs) that's right
1: that's right yeah that's a
0: great idea for sure another uh, gift idea comes from Rachel she says hey I have the perfect gift for all those green, green thumbs out there uh, the book that Joanne and Matt, I didn't even read a, <laughs> that Joanne and Matthew are going to publish. Where is it? You will make a killing. Ha! Merry Christmas. <laughs> uh-huh. thank oh, you, thank you, Rachel. <laughs> we are
1: working on it. We are definitely working on it, and we're excited for new the new year uh, to be able to have it ready for you for the gardening season. We are,
0: and so yes, thank you. Um, yes, thank you, Rachel. And again, we're going to have a great launch with it. We are going to make it as great as we can make it. Uh, for you guys and hopefully you guys will love it and we're gonna have lots of giveaways and lots of chances in the future to win a free copy for sure Yes, thank you very
1: much rachel yeah and i see bryce has written in uh hello joanne books are great but sometimes dvds are even better a lot of times gardeners read about a certain procedure but still do not know how to do it properly very true Very Mm -hmm. true, Bryce. Um, But with gardening DVDs, it solves the problem. I love them. Merry Christmas to you. Merry Christmas to you, too. Thank you, Bryce. Merry Christmas. Yes.
0: Thank you, Bryce. Just as we're talking about DVDs, um, I was just I started just watching a friend of mine gave me a copy of theirs. um, But a year at Kew Gardens. Have you heard of this? The Year at Q uh, from BBC, and it goes through Q Gardens, and you get to see Q and all the tasks that they do, and the stories behind the plants, and a look in the greenhouses, and their festivals, and they go through spring, summer, fall, uh, and whatnot. And you can find it on uh, Amazon: um, "A Year at Q: The Complete Collection." There's a number of episodes. I think there's 32 in total, uh, and there's a few different series. So it's it's really a kind of a neat look too. Just one of those big
1: old uh, botanic gardens. But if I right. can say my words, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Excellent, excellent. Very cool. And then Evan has written in and he said, Hi, everyone, I saw online these beautiful hand carved seed storage boxes. Oh my gosh, that's so many discussions on how people save their seeds. And these are beautiful. They would make a fantastic gift for the gardener that starts their garden every year from seed. So thank you, Evan. Um, I don't know that we have a name for them but um yeah so these are gorgeous the picture that he sent did you see the picture there matt i was just loading that up yeah and... so it's kind of a wooden box that's carved um yeah it's very nice yeah. i'm sure they come in all shapes and sizes but that is a great idea because that's often on a lot of the plant forms and gardening forums people often are like how do you i collected them but now how do i save them and do i keep them in the envelopes do i put them in a new envelope and do i put them in jars some people put the envelopes in the jars you know there's a few different ways to do it so those are gorgeous looks like like the old-fashioned recipe box doesn't
0: it uh oh no i'm mine my uh thing is not letting me download it so oh okay i can't see it but i am excited to see see it it. because um yeah evan i have mine in like a six by nine cardboard box that's maybe three inches tall all elastic and sorted so
1: uh (laughs) that sounds like an item for my list for sure oh that's funny oh so oh so charlie so charlie's written back so he's like joanne you remember this year's catalog oh i do i do remember remember the christmas wish book honestly (laughs) i loved this year's catalog um especially the christmas catalog yes yes very much so charlie um i don't know if you do do you remember the I am yes I do yes okay (laughs) and that was always fun uh, I know and if you're listening and you don't know what it is then ask your mom (laughs) (laughs) because she'll tell you uh grow frames you hang them on a wall but you you your plants actually live in them and the frames have a built-in grow light oh my gosh Okay, then you need to send me a link. Oh. You need to send me a link, Charlie. They make the frame look like a flower picture on your wall. They are so unique. Merry Christmas. Oh my, this sounds like lovely. Okay. Okay.
0: Yes. That one was came one up for me like, that
1: had like, you could put water and like, you could start like things, cuttings and you could see it. So I saw one, it was like a wooden frame and it had little vases attached to the wooden frame. So when I Googled that, uh, Charlie, that's what I got uh on on my second try so uh so yeah honestly so many things but to have a light grow light built in oh my goodness yes yes
0: and i think if you i got one from indigo uh and they have a picture of it it's got a nice little like terracotta colored box and then like a race frame it almost like has like the depth of like a shadow box and then that i didn't even notice um Charlie, that beautiful light that's sitting in there, too. These would be stunning. These would be stunning. This is a great idea, too, for sure.
1: Awesome. Yeah, well, as we yeah. reach
0: the bottom of the show and we work our way through our Christmas lists, um, I'm just going to say it's uh, thank you for joining us here live on Reality Radio 101. I'm Matthew Dressing here with my co-host, Joanne Shaw, and you're listening to Down the Garden Path. Joanne and I enjoy hosting Down the Garden Path, each week bringing you interesting and relevant topics to help you achieve a great garden. We learn right along with you from our research and from the guests that join us here on the show. And I maybe stopped here last week, but just to say thank you everyone uh, who joined us here on the show throughout the year. Uh, You made it a wonderful season and uh, we hope you have a wonderful holidays. Thank you again, to all of our magnificent guests. And we hope to introduce you to a whole, some new returning guests, but also a whole new group of amazing uh, Green Thumbs gardeners and authors out there next season. So don't forget, you can spend more time with us down the garden path. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at down the garden path podcast is our handle there. You can also find us on your favorite podcast provider. And while you're there, please hit that subscribe button to be notified of new content. And please don't forget to like share and leave us a comment. We love hearing from our guests, especially what's on your Christmas list. <laughs> mm-hmm. You can always write us here at in Studio 101 at gmail.com, or you can uh, send us via our websites or send us an email via our websites or social media links there on our website. You can find Joanne at down the number to earth.ca and myself at naturalaffinity.ca. And I always say it, it's not written here, but I always say it and I just skipped it. Uh, but Gary, our wonderful producer. Uh, always forwards our mail when you write him at instudio101 at gmail.com. So don't forget to write him there and say Merry Christmas to Gary. Uh, And we are very grateful uh, every year for Gary, all the wonderful work you do with us and getting Joanne on the air and (laughs) helping
1: us make this possible. So thank you. That's right. Thank you very much. Thanks, Gary uh yes and uh and and for all these years we've been doing it together so yes. I think that's uh that's incredible yes. So thank you. thank you um yeah so thanks matt for that little inf- Our li- i feel like it's our <laughs> own little infomercial right yeah. <laughs> you can um, find me also at 2 a.m no
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> on channel <laughs> yeah
1: uh so yeah uh. so we've got a few more uh listener questions and comments before we get back to our list So um, Cody's written in, hi, Joanne and Matt. This is such a clever show tonight. It makes us all think about Christmas and what to get our gardening family. Thanks for the information. You're welcome, Cody. You're welcome. Very welcome. Yes,
0: you're welcome.
1: Who else do we
0: have? Oh, we had Charlie. Uh, Oh, and then we have Donna. Uh, Hello. You can never go wrong with a gift card from Mm -hmm. a garden center. Uh, In that way, the recipient can get what they want in the way of their gardening needs always a good choice mm-hmm. for sure I, I think if, yeah yeah gift cards are a great idea I don't think they're ever going to go out of style especially with the last couple of years and a lot of garden centers moving online you know online shopping is becoming a big thing um, you can always order online or visit your local brick and mortar uh, garden center always a great idea as well Um, Yeah, classic. Yeah, perfect uh, gift idea as well, Donna, for sure. I would not mind a uh, gift card from any garden center really, uh, to buy a new plant or something cool. Uh, And I mean, we always have, we have some great gift ideas. And we're always excited to see next spring what the garden centers, uh, or what local gardeners or garden clubs have new come out every year too. So. Yeah. Yeah, excellent. yeah
1: d- definitely. And it's an also uh, the added bonus there with the gift card, Donna, is that you can support your local garden center and nursery. Yes. Um, so I think that's a great, uh, great uh, thing to do, right, to encourage people to go to those uh, garden centers. So the you know, the local independent mom and pop uh, in the family uh, garden centers, uh, you know, definitely a great idea. So yeah, yeah, it's a good idea. Um. So I don't know whose turn it is, but I'm going to go. Go, yes. <laughs> oh, well, well, I do. I do want to get again. It's 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 a past guest. We have no skin in the game. We're not. He's not paying us. But I do. I'm going off script too, Matt. Um, I do <laughs> want to recommend uh, Dave's Airplant Corner. We do mm. know that he ships to the U.S. and Canada. His little heating pods that he puts in the little, uh, the little box to keep the plants alive. But we did a whole show. So if you're kind of curious and another, it's another thing that, you know, uh, someone might be a, an avid gardener and an avid houseplant uh, parent, but might not have an air plant. Uh, so Dave, so check out his website. Um, again, he does ship US and Canada and uh, Till Tillandsia is the botanical name, right? And there's a huge variety. I had no idea. Yeah that uh, it had a huge variety and they're also kind of small. So I think again, for someone who already has a lot of plants, um, you know, it's not, you're not, you know, buying them a big fig ficus or a big Benjamina that they got to make room for, you know, it's a really unique architectural little plant. Um, it comes, you can get it, you know, a stand for it or get something that hangs, you know? So, yeah. So I don't know. I just want to give a shout out to Dave. Uh, I think uh, they're very unique plants and not so, and I think in a big, like a big nursery or garden center you might miss them uh they mm-hmm. usually mm-hmm. carry them but you know you might miss them and dave really takes good care of his he's kind of walked us through and he actually did an instagram post too about how he you know puts them you know rent, fills the bath the night before and lets the water sit and then he ba- you know so he really yeah, babies his plants. so that's a great uh it's a good good local business to support
0: yes exactly and mm-hmm. and they are kind of small um, and and but they will grow and if you do want something that's kind of medium size um check out from dave's airplant corner uh .com xerographica um, it's one of the, it's a larger curlier like a big cinnamon bun looking thing oh
1: very cool it's kind of silvery too right yeah very like silvery white in color Mm -hmm. they're they're low maintenance not necessarily no maintenance but they are low maintenance and they are not toxic to plant to animals sorry to plants to animals that's often a a popular question we get um so uh so yeah so that is good for the plant and cats parent right <laughs> yes you don't have to really worry about them getting sick at all for sure that's right That's right. so one of my last ones is and actually kudos to my husband because I don't know if anybody I think I did it on a show I mentioned how last year I tried out um putting my leaves in like a big um like a gar- rubber made garbage can mm. I put the leaves in and then we used our weed whipper to kind of like almost like a blender, or like, a, you know, um, one of those immersion blenders, right, put the weed ripper in and we shredded the leaves. And it was very effective. It was a two person job. And it was hard on the arms to do it. Um, but it was very effective. Uh, he was so impressed by how well it shredded the leaves that he actually discovered uh, the Sun Joe electric leaf shredder. So it is it is electric, but it is bladeless. And, and it's the same thing. It's just like a weed whipper. So it's really just the weed whipper cord. And it's more like a ring. So you can do it over over that same garbage can over a leaf bag, um, that type of thing. It has a little stand. And, uh, and then you basically put the leaves in and it shreds them. Oh, my gosh, does it ever shred them nicely. So I used, we used, I used a lot, a lot of the ones he shredded, we put back into my garden, a very fine shred. Um, And then near the end, we did put some out at the curb, but it was like, you could only put like a third of the bag uh, because it was so much was in one, one paper bag. They were so, it was so dense. So, uh, so again, shout out to a really cool product um, called Sun Joe Electric Leaf Shredder.
0: Yeah, this is, it is super cool. Um, I just, you told me the story just before we went on air. Um, because we yeah we always talk about that little hand mixer kind of thing. Yeah, idea. yeah. It
1: definitely works. Don't get me wrong. Like it yeah, definitely yeah. does work. But I couldn't do it by myself, like I needed him to hold like, so where now he can, he just goes out by himself. And he can just do it all, you know, which is great, right, ladies. Um, So (laughs) he he didn't need my help, right? Because even when he was raking leaves and trying to scoop them in a paper bag, you usually kind of needed a second person to Mm -hmm. hold the bags, right? So, uh, so anyway, yeah. And I love how you were saying how
0: fine it is. So we can use it in our, our gardens as that mulch or you know, in other spots, to compost, because we are always uh, advocates of, you know, reusing whatever we can, and especially that nutrient dense leaf material that people just put out free
1: fertilizer every fall. So yeah, that's very cool. You guys definitely have to check that one out for sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. So you've got a couple more on your list.
0: I do. Um, I do have a couple more. Um, One of the big ones I think is um, a tool sharpener. Um, I think a lot of times as gardeners and maybe it's just gardeners that I know. I don't know. Um, <laughs> but we teach it in school as part of our thing is how to properly sharpen your tools. So even just something like a 10 inch uh, tool sharpener or a diamond blade that you can make sure that every fall or spring, um, I like to do it in the fall and then coat the tools in a nice little oil, give them a nice sharpen. Uh, get them ready for next spring, especially like your pruners or your shovels, or especially something you're gonna cut, like your loppers, sorry.
1: Uh, oh, good. Give them okay. A nice. Because I didn't know there was something cut. you could use for both, like to both use for the shovel. I interrupted, sorry. No, <laughs> shovel no, no, yeah. as well as your pruners. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So you could use that uh, for both of them. So one tool to
0: use the uh, do both of them and you could go away. You could always use an electric grinder or something else if you have some big tools in your garage or okay. uh, you're into tools or have a various tools, but yeah, that one is a nice handheld uh, one that you can use. And then another one that I found um, that I saw that I liked was a wheelbarrow organization shelf. Ooh. And so, If you imagine a wheelbarrow, because we've all stood behind a wheelbarrow and our handles, you know, we chuck the the tools in and they're just kind of handles sticking out way out diagonally to one side. Um, But this is a uh, heavy, like thick plastic shelf. And it's got little arms on the side. So you can put the handles of your tools in uh, and they brace there, but you can carry a water bottle or a gardening book or some other small tools that are in front of like between the handles and the front edge of your wheelbarrow. Oh, so on that okay. square. So you can still use the front of the wheelbarrow, but then you can use that edge where the edges meet the handle and cross in front of you as like a crossbar to hold all the different stuff. So you can load it up with your your drink in the in the summer or your book or your glasses or whatever else. And you don't lose them inside of your your um wheelbarrow or leave them in the oh, garden okay. as your Toting around, so I yes. said that was kind of neat and hadn't seen that before, so I thought that would be cool to play with and
1: try. Oh, ah, yeah. definitely, definitely, and we can't forget I don't know if you skipped it on purpose or by accident, huh? but oh. I have one too is because we're talking about blades, so every gardener should have yes oh a yes. Cori- a hori hori knife now my boy I asked for that for Christmas two years ago and my boys could not believe they were buying their mother a a dangerous Japanese knife but (laughs) sharp knife but they did and I love it I'm I have to say I've had some close calls but for the most part I'm very good about putting it back in its leather sleeve and snapping it shut because it is very sharp but boy does it weed does it um Mm. cut roots divide plants oh my god Oh my goodness. And you know, you know, in the kitchen, like Japanese knives are kind of famous for being, you know, amazing. And so this, so it's right. So I know it's your, I'm talking about it, but it's your, uh, <laughs> it was no, no, you're, you're on exactly. And I, yeah, it is
0: a beautiful tool. Multi purpose Like you said, weeding, dividing perennials. It is super sharp. Uh, yeah, it is the, a beautiful tool for out in the garden. I thought you were going to go somewhere like the Japanese knives are in the kitchen. And this is your gardening, your famous Japanese gardening knife uh, mm-hmm. that is just as strong and as versatile. So yeah, no, wonderful tool. I think a must have. Um, it's great just to have on you to whip out and take care of those really tough spots or those thick weeds to dig in or chop um, and get rid of get rid of things in those tight pinches. Uh, very portable. I think a must have for for every gardener. I love mine. I even have a couple planters pals from uh, some other companies, and it just—they don't stand up.
1: Yeah, just, yeah, excellent. Yeah. Um, Harry's written in uh, some. Uh, this is like going completely uh, a different direction, but it's a totally great, uh, fabulous idea. Harry, he's suggesting the perfect gift is giving some uh, someone uh, homegrown canned veggies and fruits wrapped in a bow that you have preserved to family and friends. Tasty. Absolutely. I think that's a great, um, you know, whether it's something you did yourself or whether it's something, um, you know, you buy from someone else, again, supporting, you know, a local business or local farmer, uh, definitely, uh, a shout out. I think that's a great idea. Don't you? I agree. I agree. You spend all this wonderful
0: time growing this beautiful food. We often have lots to preserve Uh, or share and that's a wonderful idea yeah it's something very personal you've spent your time and energy to make them or someone has so to appreciate something like that and you know it always tastes better than the processed stuff or the stuff off the shelf Mm -hmm. in a grocery store so oh yeah for sure one of my students has a a small business like that and oh really uh, delicious and he grows out of his backyard and makes salsas and uh sells his seeds and makes all this cool kind of stuff and it's absolutely delicious. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, so that's a wonderful, great, great idea here.
1: Yeah, one of the years we had like a surplus of jalapeno peppers, like we seem to be very, that seems to be our most successful plant that we seem to grow. And we didn't know what to do with them all. And so my boys actually came up, they found a recipe to um, pickle them. And like, so they sliced them really thin, and they pickled them. So they was kind of like sweet and spicy, sweet and spicy, kind of uh, pickled jalapenos. And they gifted my dad who loves spicy things. Um, So that was really a cool, cool gift. Uh, yes. Yeah. yeah, very cool. As we
0: reach our almost our last 10 minutes, a few more um, listeners have written in. Gail has written in a weed snatcher in quotes. Ooh. I believe this is the name. Very cool um, looking device. She says so many people use a screwdriver or pour gasoline on their sidewalk. Uh, we and light them. Uh, and people use pointy things to try to dig out the nasty weeds out of the cracks. This tool does it fantastic. Uh, and it's a long handled uh, device with wheels. And it's got, Joanne, like your favorite little hand single pronged cultivator mm. that fits right inside the cracks of uh, the sidewalk slabs. And all you do is basically walk and it digs in and it just peels everything uh, right out. It look nice dig deep. It looks like it goes at least four, four inches in and uh, pulls all
1: that extra stuff out so yeah very isn't that cool. cool I've never seen yeah. one so that no, is great scale. I haven't seen like that before Thank either you. so that's a cool gift too, nature huh? everybody so google that that is a great idea yes definitely definitely and um yeah. go ahead oh, oh I was just gonna say Juanita had Juanita also yes I just I saw hers and then I bumped I jumped out of hers to go to the other one so yeah oh. Juanita. I mean this is true tried and true right Matt
0: Yes, uh, tried and true and traditional gift, the poinsettia. Uh, Merry Christmas. And I also just found out that um, yesterday was, uh, I want to say international, but maybe not, International Day of the Poinsettia, because, and I'm going to forget his, his first name, um, but I believe it was the president or prime minister, the leader of Mexico at the time. His last name was Poinsett. Um, And he introduced it into North America and brought it as a gift uh, in relations, international relations, and introduced it into uh, North America because it is a South American native plant. So yesterday was National Poinsettia Day, marking the day of his
1: passing. That's right. December 12th. You're right. So National Poinsettia Day, uh, December 12th. And Juanita, you're right that you can't go wrong with buying buying somebody a Christmas plant like poinsettia. I also think of um, uh, amaryllis bulbs as well, whether you buy them already potted for the as a gift or whether you buy them the kit. I think I still say that that's a great gift to get a child is getting them the poinsettia uh, sorry, the, um, oh my gosh, amaryllis in a box and then they plant mm-hmm. it up and they pot it in it, watch it grow. Um, so yeah, so I, I can't go wrong with those Christmas plants. So, uh, so definitely, and nothing said there, there is no, as much as there's lots of other quote unquote Christmas plants, nothing says Christmas like the poinsettia. So, uh, when yeah. you, are absolutely right.
0: Mike has also written in, uh, my family and friends have been very naughty this year, so I'm giving them my leaf bags filled with leaves. <laughs> 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 Merry Christmas to you. Bah humbug to them. Who a big smiley emoticon. <laughs> oh. Thank you, Mike. I hope they appreciate your natural nutrient dense fertilizer. For That's your- right. That's mulch. right.
1: <laughs> oh, and John has written in with almost like a challenge, John. Oh my goodness. Any gardening new year's resolutions that you would like to share with us to help you make, help make, share with us to help make you a better gardener well buy our book (laughs) that was not available yet but that is definitely going to help you uh be a better gardener right Matt I had to get that in there I couldn't resist.
0: (laughs) (laughs) insert shameless plug here uh
1: yes yes
0: exactly no uh that's a wonderful thing and John my head is swimming with ideas for us this time next year Uh, so I might uh, just John heads up steal that from you Uh, Mm -hmm. that that has given me an idea what gardening of
1: resolutions putting me on the spot wow it kind of makes me think (sighs) like so just this just jumps a little bit to we wanted to talk about so we will be back like we said this is our last show for 2021 Um, we will be back uh, promptly though January 10th Um, And this kind of ties in, John, and we are we are talking garden trends for 2022 with uh, Katie DeBow. And uh, I am sure there's going to be some things on that list that uh, are definitely going to be New Year's resolutions. And we can definitely uh, talk more about them in 2022. Um, It's been such a wild ride at 2021 for the gardener and the the person working in the gardening and landscaping industry. Mm -hmm. That's for sure.
0: I agree. I agree. Uh, Do you have a resolution, something you know you want to do? No. (laughs) The first thing that popped to (laughs) mind is I had a little plaque that I got as a gift from my parents. um, And it was like a little Star Trek themed thing. And it said to boldly grow where no plant has grown before. Ah. Uh, and had a little dandelion in the moon. So just to continue to try new things and explore gardening because it's uh, such a a diverse group of plants that you can always play with and everyone's got mm. unique situations so i guess my resolution would just to keep challenging and keep growing where uh, i can't grow to take that balcony garden to the next level
1: <laughs> to get to the next <laughs> level yes yeah. i did want to look one kind of a resolution or kind of a to-do is i know you can get um, kind of certified as like a butterfly or a pollinator mm. way station kind of thing. So, um, I did, I don't know when I'd have the time, but it's kind of on my list, John, you can help me with that. Um, <laughs> but to, to kind of get my garden registered and have a cute little sign that says, you know, this is a pollinator garden, um, a butterfly garden, something like that. So, uh, so yeah, that's kind of one of my garden to do's. Um, I don't know if it makes me, you know, and, and just cause I have certainly grown and started adding more and more plants that are, you know, it's definitely on many people's minds adding pollinators and trying to extend the season so early pollinators and late season pollinators. You know, there's lots of things for the bees in June and July, but it's kind of getting those fringe seasons, right? Yeah, definitely. For sure.
0: Mm-hmm. That's a great idea. Yeah. I've seen those as well. Um, those monarch way stations or the pollinator way stations. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's very cool. It's very mm-hmm. cool.
1: Mm-hmm. Um yeah and as so our last question of uh we, it's funny to end on this note Matt. Um so our last question of 2021 uh is, hey Matt no joke here it has warmed up a bit here in the GTA can i put down some winter fertilizer on my lawn now. I think it's hilarious to end on a lawn question. Thank you very much Lee. So uh yeah and we had it asked last week and i don't think the answer's changed right? <laughs>
0: Yeah. No. <laughs> it is it is super warm. Um yeah. I like I can't believe how warm it like it was ten degrees. I know, in the middle of I December.
1: Know. Um yeah. So go ahead, Lee. We definitely still recommend a um an organic one that is gonna break down very slowly yeah. all winter. Um, so definitely, but yeah, go for it.
0: Yep, especially if it stays as warm and wet and yeah, I mean it's gonna be gorgeous. I don't think it's gonna hit below zero uh, for the next week here so (laughs) I think tonight is zero and that's it
1: yeah yeah so as we wrap up I do want to ask again if you do have ideas or something um, that you want us to because we're planning in the next couple weeks we're going to be planning out next season we've got lots of ideas and we want to you know things that you loved about this season right Matt if you loved um certain things if you like our themes if you don't like our themes um if there's a theme that you want to learn more about like we've talked about maybe doing a row like we've done a rose show but we haven't done like a rose month maybe something like that just throwing and giving away some of our little secrets but uh we would love i would i personally would love some feedback of what you're looking for and what you like and and what you'd like to see more of what about you (sighs)
0: I agree. I love feedback. I love constructive criticism. I mean, if you don't get any, how do you know what you're doing right or wrong Mm -hmm. and how do you have something to grow with? So I would love to hear from our fans uh, just to say, you know what, you know, we're, we love what you're doing, or, you know what, we want to see more of this or just don't do that again. Um, We would love to hear it most certainly. Um, So write us here in studio one hundred and one at gmail.com where you can find us on our personal websites with all our social media link. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Down the Garden Path Podcast. We'd love to continue the conversation over the Christmas break about new show ideas or gift ideas or what Mm -hmm. you are up to this Christmas season, whether you're gardening indoors uh, or out, no matter where you are in the world.
1: Mm-hmm. one of the big ones that Matt and I always debate too so I know as you're winding down I'm still asking questions but because we w- do you like it just to be Matt and I do you like it when we have guests we, we we kind of run do a stretch where it's just you and I and then we think oh my gosh they must be so sick of hearing from us they want to hear from somebody <laughs> else and then we get a guest and and then they, then we realize that you guys missed us so then it's back to us so yeah I mean anything this is definitely please that's our gift to us if you want to give us a gift is please we would love some feedback so uh wish us a merry christmas and with some feedback right matt
0: yes exactly we would love it what a great gift idea
1: yeah that's it (laughs) Great.
0: there's the music there's the hook gary's telling us to move it or lose it uh thank you everyone uh, for tuning in all season long joanne and i and gary wish you a very happy holidays wherever you are in the world i hope warmth and happiness and love find you in these crazy crazy times that we are living in um yes and uh wishing you all the best for the new year happy new year merry christmas happy holidays from joanne and i here uh down the garden path and you're listening live on reality radio 101 Thank you for listening to Down the Garden Path with your host Joanne Shaw and Matthew Dressing right here on Reality Radio 101.